Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me for another amazing episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Today is a very exciting episode. I have my guest host, my partner in crime, my partner in business, and my partner in life, Justin Knott, and an awesome guest with me today, Matthew Scott from Feed the Agency. Say hi, Matthew. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity to just be a part of your show. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. And then I'm going to talk a little bit about why we are doing this together today. Yeah, I mean, I'll give you the short version. So first of all, I'm a husband and father. Uh, I am a business and agency owner. My background from the time that I was in the military academic training wise and to present has been in healthcare branding. And so in 2011, I started a agency that we call Feed the Agency. We have locations in Las Vegas, San Diego, and from our office in which I'm speaking to you from, which is in Northwest Arkansas. And the short version is, is that we help doctors to build trust, amplify their reputation, and ultimately attract more ideal patients which makes him a perfect guest for the Patient Convert podcast. So this is a healthcare marketing podcast. We created this podcast together, Justin and I, to educate physicians and healthcare organizations on strategic marketing initiatives that they can apply, questions to ask. And I actually connected with Matthew on LinkedIn, I don't know, maybe a few months ago. And I started because I was in this search for other individuals in the healthcare marketing space. There's a lot of people in healthcare and a lot of people in marketing, but not a ton in healthcare marketing, at least not a ton that really know what they're doing like my agency does. And I started noticing Matthew's content and his agency and the value they were creating for their physicians. And I think, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Matthew, but we connected pretty much right away on each other's posts and content. Yeah, we did. I mean, once I began to see the value that you guys were sharing, I would then notify our doctors because it's so important. And just to talk about what you just said, Kelly, it's so important. If you and I were patients and and we had a heart problem, we would not go see a plastic surgeon. Right. So why should it be any different that if doctors want to learn how to compliantly and creatively grow their practice, build referrals, and to build that trust with patients, why would they not go to a healthcare marketing agency that specializes in that? I I could not agree more. Yeah, beautifully said. (laughs) Yeah, and that's been, uh, I think it's been interesting to see there's been such a rise to in this kind of coin term of a healthcare marketing agency, but I still think, and we were talking a little bit even before we started the show, that there's still a lot, I think, of misconception of the true expertise that lies with a good healthcare marketing agency that understands kind of what what is evolving and what's what's broken right now in the healthcare space and the need for more of a patient-centric approach. And I'd love to hear your thoughts kind of because you've been doing this for 15 or more years now of what you've seen and really why a healthcare agency, a a good one that gets it and is invested in the continuing education of being an expert, why it matters so much comparatively. 
Yeah, it's important to understand that um, I think intuitively we would agree that there's a difference between being a patient and being a consumer. Oh, 100%. And so what happens is that we would think of generalized marketing in terms of a consumer, but for us as patients and for people that are providers, it should be intuitive that we should treat real people like patients. It's a different language. It's a different understanding. It's a different set of compassion. It's a different set of experiences. So what I say to doctors is the most practical thing that we could be doing is as healthcare marketers is to mirror what you do every day, which is diagnose a problem and offer a prognosis to solve that problem. And so what your group and our group is doing is we're helping healthcare providers diagnose a problem and then we produce a prognosis that is a solution that is related to solving a patient's problem. Uh, I, that rings so true. And that's what's so unique, I think, about our space is when we are in that kind of problem-solving phase, we had a client, for instance, on the agency side that I was talking to that's in the women's health space. And with a healthcare marketing agency compared to an e-commerce or um, mm -hmm. brick and mortar style store, we were talking about the going through menopause, what that emotional journey is like and how you need to communicate that at such a different level when you're talking to a patient that's been unable to sleep, they're going crazy, it's affecting their marriage and you're trying to get them through the door, obviously there's revenue that's involved, but from the physician side, it's about their Hippocratic Oath and making a patient feel better and get better uh, in that patient journey to get to a full recovery and feel a lot better. So it does, it has such a different feel to it than a traditional B2C. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, it's well said, you know, something to touch on is that we talk about this money pit of traditional marketing that doctors need to avoid. Way to put it. The first money pit is that doctors are being sold. If you're just in a particular medium, i.e. if you just embrace social media, if you yeah. just yeah. embrace digital marketing, right. you just do this. And that's not a solution. That is just simply, these are mediums which are available, but they're not a solution. And then the second 100%. thing, that surgeons or doctors or dentists or other healthcare providers have bought into is the story that we cannot create content that adds value, that helps patients understand what's next because of HIPAA. Yeah. And, and so they, they bought into this story that when in doubt, just don't say anything. Yeah. Just that they're completely have a brick and mortar sign that says Dr. Smith or Dr. Scratch and Sniff, this patient will come. Because oh, you guys know Dr. Scratch and Sniff, right? Does, uh, do you guys know who that is? I don't. I, <laughs> Tell yeah. us more. Tell us, please. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, and you bring up such a good point. And, and part of why Matthew and I connected so much and on LinkedIn and was we started talking about, like, I think not only did we recognize the value in each other's content, but personally, as an agency, we've run in with a lot of physicians and healthcare organizations that have been burned by what you say, this money pit. They work with marketing programs or agencies that say they can do healthcare because they understand marketing. But the truth is the difference between a healthcare marketing agency and a traditional marketing agency is vast. 
And I want to learn a little bit about how you take your approach to healthcare and storytelling. And like Justin said, we try to focus on that patient experience and, and patient centric experience and help those physicians feel more comfortable when they're hiring us as an agency that we know what we're doing. So how do you deal with those physicians that are nervous, maybe have hesitations or challenges as far as working with another agency? Yeah, you know, historically, the way that I've answered that is that uh, our unique healthcare background since 1994, we've been working with doctors in some capacity of working with doctors. So that's an experience component. But if you fast forward to today, the way that I phrase it to doctors is I give them our belief, our methodology, which goes like this. Hey, doctors, we believe that the key to your patient marketing communications is that it's built on trust, and trust is your real currency. Oh, 100%. And if you believe that trust is your real currency, then why would you not take marketing and branding and clothe your patient experience around trust? And if you form enough trust, and what will happen is, is that your brand will go from awareness to building authentic authority. And when you reach authentic authority, i.e. your reputation is something that others are sharing on your behalf, you will not only attract more ideal patients, but you will ultimately spend less money in traditional marketing. Uh, I, well said. Boom. That's exactly what we talk about. <laughs> and, and what you said too is I think because of the HIPAA compliance and the the overwhelming feeling doctors can have about thinking about getting into storytelling and content creation and, and sharing, creating their own voice and their own digital footprint to carve out. It can seem so daunting and overwhelming. They stay away from it without realizing, I think doctors are inherently teachers. I mean, if you yeah, sit down absolutely. And, you, and Kelly oh, can talk about a, lo a lot in the physician referral space, is if you get them, if you start asking them questions and getting them going, the amount of knowledge that they can share that they just have sitting right there because they're talking to patients all day long, just that right there, turning that into really good stories and really good content, patients will just eat it up because we've seen over the last 10 years with the rise of WebMD and all of these things that patients have become empowered to take their own healthcare journey back. And so they want to learn about those technical things. They want to learn about what the doctors do. They want to develop trust before walking in. And so it creates, it's created such a massive opportunity for practices willing to invest and get their doctors bought in and they can have a lot of fun doing it. The ones that really do it, the, go the right way and, and listen to us and, and you as an agency in the storytelling process, they really end up just having a blast doing it too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's well said. You know, what you said right there, Justin, is, is really impactful in that, you know, doctors are providers. They're practitioners. 100. Oh, yeah. They are trained to share. Yeah. And so one of the things that we help doctors to understand is developing stories that patients want to hear and will learn from simply means that you share well mm -hmm. and you don't have, and you can interchange sharing from selling. And right. I think doctors need to hear that. They need to understand that 
hey, we're not trying to convince you that you need to sell your ideas. Right. We're just taking your natural communication giftedness and helping you to share what matters to your patients. Definitely. Walk through, walk me through a little bit because I think they'll find this very valuable. I'm a firm believer in kind of, I guess for lack of a better term, out of the horse's mouth. If you can get a patient to tell their story, I think it's so much more impactful than almost anything else that you can do. Going back to what we were talking about, the women's health example, is having a a, a woman that's 55 years old and has gone through this journey and is out on the other side as a brand new person, having them as an ambassador for you. But obviously, as you um, referenced earlier, there are HIPAA factors in there with PHI and everything. What have you been doing as you're getting practices onboarded in that storytelling as far as getting the patients involved, but doing it the right way? So they're protected, the practice is protected, but you're able to leverage their story to get that content out. Well, you used a keyword, onboarding. Onboarding is the coolest word that most of us never knew that we were supposed to use. <laughs> and the reason why onboarding is so powerful is because it's suggestive that you start with step one and there's a step two, three, four, five. It's part of a process. And what we tell doctors is, the same way that you have a surgical checklist, it's a part of a process. Mm -hmm. And what patients are craving is they are craving to understand where are they in that particular process. Great so point. as it relates to reviews, a long time ago, we abolished the word testimonial internally and externally. We said, hey, a testimonial is a scripted response. Okay. But if you flip the megaphone, and it's never been easier for us, I know you guys help doctors to amplify their reputation, mm -hmm. to repurpose through five-star reviews. We do the same thing. And what I learned was that I, I share with doctors, we've just taken technology and we've clothed that patient experience in technology. And she has a megaphone. And if you give her a megaphone, she will share her story in a way that other patients will find themselves within her story or his story. In that, yeah, in their shoes. Absolutely. And yeah. that even relates to physician referral marketing. I teach physician liaison and consulting. And what you just said, too, is it's about connecting that patient experience and bringing back to that point of patient referral is you're just being back in the room, reminding them of those conversations and experiences. It really is a connection. It's less of sales and more of just like, how does this relate to others' experiences? And how are we going to communicate that without telling them we're going to have them remember, remind them, feel it. Oh, for sure. Be part of it. And so part of the complexity is, is that we have to help doctors understand. And we've learned this. We've been helping doctors to understand patient feedback, interpret it, to be able to create some benchmark best practices within, you know, based on that feedback, and then also to generate reviews, which ultimately amplify the reputation. And what, what I tell doctors is that you have to understand that you may think that patients are solely focused on surgical outcome and pathology. It could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Patients are focused on perspective, process, and protocol and they want to understand how they fit within 
from finding them online to picking up the phone to being told with a caring and compassion voice, you're going to be just fine. We're going to help you get back to life. And they want to understand where they are in that. And so if you and I help doctors understand that for literally a nominal investment, that patients can speak their truth and share their story, and it will help them turn that megaphone to their patients and not them, they'll have more referral patients than they know what to do with. Oh, I, I could yeah. not agree more. And as you said, and, and leveraging that technology and then letting the patients do the heavy lifting for you, because it's just, I mean, it's a fact and it's growing every day. I think when we, back five years ago, it was like 60% and 70%, 80%. I've seen some statistics, 90, 91% or more of patients are going online and doing research, even if it's to what Kelly works so hard to do. We talk to liaisons about this and why it's so important is they can do the most killer job of getting past the front desk, right. generating that referral. And even the doctor on the other side can hand the patient the card and is like, you need to go see Dr. Smith. Guess what the patient's going to do when they get home? They're going to go check out what, what Dr. Smith is all about and what to you, what you said the patient experience is going to be like at Dr. Smith's office. It is. And your agency and our agency can create an onboarding protocol that just like a proper checklist, whether you're a fighter pilot or whether you're a surgeon, there's a checklist. And if you can check the, the next step in defining on day one, what does a great patient experience look like, sound like, and feel like? Yeah. And if the doctors listening to this just took that into consideration and then wrapped it in a patient onboarding system, if you will, they are so much further ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to have to quote that. You should, you should quote that. That was a great line. Um, so we've talked a lot, a little bit about understanding the patient experience. What is separates us both as agencies and healthcare marketing experts? You are a branding expert. I've seen a lot of your material, what you put out there for physicians. Obviously, you're walking them through these processes, procedures, and steps. But what would you say branding is versus marketing? And why do you think that's so important to have that difference communicated for physicians? So branding for the modern day healthcare provider is doctor who you say you are, who your patients say you are, and who Google says you are. That's the executive summary of a modern definition of branding for a doctor, a dentist, mm -hmm. or for a physician. And so what we say to doctors is, while there's a brand identity component, which is highly visual, which can be highly aesthetic, the strategic component of branding at the end of the day is your reputation. Okay. And what we learned as a brand agency coming from big agency background, coming from big agency budgets and highly creative think tanks is at the end of the day, when we use the word branding, doctors could give a rip about the word branding. <laughs> okay. And so what we had to learn was, is we had to internally ask ourselves, if the right word is not branding, what is it? And we had to provide a definition of why branding is important and relevant and practical to every doctor. So when we say, doctor, branding is who you say you are, who your patients say you are, and who Google says you are we no longer get lost in the jargon of the word brand. They instantly understand it. And then what we say to them is, is that 
if you can start off with a strategic understanding of how to authentically differentiate yourself mm-hmm. in the mindset of patients, you will learn to attract more ideal patients. Because what I say to doctors is the key about branding is allowing yourself to be differentiated in the mindset of your ideal patient. And the goal is to attract more ideal patients for less money. Right. And so that's how I would define a blue collar practical version of branding that over the years has gone from, Hey, we can create fancy graphics. We can design fancy websites. And Oh, by the way, we've got $100,000 cameras. We took the emphasis off of those components, which we do every day, and put it on the blue-collar boilerplate. Are you interested in differentiating or communicating your authentic, unique perspective moving forward? And doctors always say yes. And if they say no, then respectfully, it's just I mean this respectfully. If you're a doctor listening, you're no longer relevant. You're you're you taking taking yourself out of the situation. And and if we can you know clear up the elephant in the room, if we can believe that patients have more control over which provider that they're seeing, then you must understand that you must have an understanding and a practical application building that trust. And if you don't have a formula, or if you don't have a proven methodology, then you're going to throw money at trying to get attention. And in the long run, you don't have enough time and you don't have enough money to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And especially in the self-referral environment that's, that's growing and becoming ever-present is if you're not doing something um, yeah, you're going to, you're going to really struggle to get footing. And going back to what you were just saying with the the branding, I think what, again, going back to getting a good healthcare marketer that gets it is unlike most other spaces is whether it's the storytelling and the branding side, the reputation side, the search growth side, it's, there's a dual approach in healthcare that doesn't exist in most other spaces because you have the doctor level focus, but you also have the practice level focus because it's kind of too living, breathing entities, when a patient's looking at their brand, they're looking at Dr. Smith as well as the brand of the practice as a whole. And so there's really two elements to worry about there that I think is very unique in the healthcare space. When you're building out reviews, you need, when they're searching for dermatology practice near me, they're going to find the dermatology practice, but they could also be searching for the provider level too. So there's kind of two elements that have to be addressed. Yeah, it's well said. And one of the things for us to discuss very briefly is to point out that part of the traditional money pit of marketing is this story that doctors have bought into, which is, I need to spend a lot of time and a lot of money on being found. Oh, gosh, that's so true. Very true. And so what we've said to doctors is, this is going to sound counterintuitive, doctor, but you need to spend less money and less time on being found and less money and more time on being heard. Ooh, yes. It's a great point. I agree because these physicians and organizations that we work with have such unique approaches to care, unique patient journeys, and information that patients are thirsty to hear. And that's really that's a really good point. I, I did a post about healthcare marketing and and I said this is about giving physicians a voice. Not being found, but giving them a voice. And like you said, that does not mean hours 
of work for them. In fact, it should be super seamless and easy when you work with an agency like, like ours and yours is that that's why we've mastered this. This is about the physician. It is always about the physician. And it's the same way with physician liaison marketing. It is. Just a shameless plug for you guys. You know, Kelly, one of the reasons why your content resonates so well is that, you know, what makes a great story and storytelling is no longer a mystery. We could go back to Joseph Campbell's The Hero's Odyssey. We could look at Donald Miller and his latest book, Story Brand. The elements of great storytelling are no longer a mystery. Right. In the healthcare narrative, one of the things that you do a great job of on your post, and I think it's one of the reasons why you guys resonate so well with doctors, is that you've made doctors the hero in the narrative. Oh, you've well, not I made yourself that. the hero in the narrative. And the truth of the matter is, is that doctors can learn from that if we make the patience the focus of the storytelling narrative if the marketing dollars and the marketing time and attention goes towards making this about the patient instead right. of the doctor, they're going to have the opportunity to have patients understand that and appreciate that. Absolutely. And I appreciate that. Yeah, we definitely can relate in that aspect. I think both of us, when we put our content out there, that is something different. We're not just saying like, we can get you on the first page of Google and, and we can do 25 leads in a month. You know, what is a lead anyways? You know, how do people even yeah. define that? I think a lot of what you post as well is here's some information. This is how we're going to show you. This is how it's done. Do you want to be there or not? And like you said, if they don't, they don't believe in it. They don't buy into it that means they could be a bad fit, which kind of leads me into a subject that I know you can relate to that I think some of our listeners could find a lot of value in. And this is for my physicians out there when considering investing in marketing again, don't be your own worst enemy sometimes. And I know our agency has dealt with that and guarantee your agency has too. If you're uncomfortable with an investment in marketing or, or not completely bought in or feel like you need to micromanage, you're not a good fit. Um, so what are ways that you both think that doctors could ask the right questions to make sure that this is the process they need to be doing? Um, because we choose our clients now and you definitely choose your clients as well. And I'd hate for physicians to get in their own way. So what do you think is the good questions physicians should be asking you when considering working with you? I think this podcast is part of that first step, which is awareness. Mm -hmm. Awareness that just because you see in parentheses the word agency does not mean that all agencies are focused on the same thing. Right. I mean, very different. that is for sure. <laughs> yeah. And just like you guys, I mean, you know, I went to you know, I went to graduate school to yeah. get a master's degree in healthcare management. I've been working. And so in parentheses is for whatever reason, um, we've been involved in people with MD and DDS at the end of their name. So I think it's important. It goes back to that original point that if, if you and I had heart problems, we would not go see a liver disease. Special. Right. Yeah. So uh, awareness is the first step. I think the second step is that I think that doctors need to take the emphasis off of what marketing medium they feel like they should be in and they should focus on what is the message that we can communicate that shows how we are authentically differentiated, 
how we have a unique perspective, what problems we're solving, what procedures that we offer in the context of those problems. And I think that doctors have an opportunity, and this is going to scare many doctors, to identify their ideal patient. And here's what we've learned. We've learned that the goal for most doctors should be to become the specialist within their specialty yes. in the mindset of their ideal patients. There is not a patient in America that awakens this morning and goes, I need to find a full service doctor. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, we, we are as patients and as healthcare providers, we need to be cognizant that this is not one stop shopping. This is, I've got a particular problem and I want a specialist to weigh in on that. And being a specialist scares the heck out of doctors. And the reason why it scares doctors is because they feel like they're leaving procedures on the table. When the truth of the matter is, is that when doctors call us and when they call you and they say, I need more patients. Right. In four minutes and 12 seconds into the discussion, they go, no, you're right. I really want to serve more ideal patients. That which makes me unique in my training and all that. And once we teach doctors that the emphasis needs to be taken away from what they do and rather put on how they do what they do and why they do what they do, patients will appreciate it and their communication will cut through the clutter of this commodity. It becomes laser focused at that point. Absolutely. Yes. Cause it even goes back to marketing and agency. When you have all of these different verticals, when we're in healthcare, we know exactly what our mission is and, and who we service. And the same thing goes for a specialty physician, if they can narrow down their focus to who their ideal patient is and what they want to focus on, then everything else can align very quickly. What content they're producing, where they're producing it, how they're distributing it, all that kind of stuff. Well, you, bring you know, up I, I said this tongue in cheek the other day um, on a LinkedIn post. I was talking about, you know, becoming the specialist in the specialty. And it was kind of a pejorative comment. And Kelly, you're the smart girl from Alabama. So you're the only one that knows what pejorative means. Right <laughs> but, yeah, but I kind of threw it out there to be a bit cheeky. And I said, hey, our goal is to one day serve left-handed orthopedic surgeons with one eyebrow. <laughs> and I, in part, I mean that to be uh, true. Right. I'm not even kidding because, you know, for agencies like us, we know that doctors, once they become aware that we're out there, that in, in the position that you're in is that we have an opportunity to make sure that we're the right fit for doctors. Absolutely. And, what I feel is being a good steward and being authentic is upfront having the ability to say, doctor, here's what we fundamentally believe should be most important to you. Here are the list of doctors that we've served, but more importantly than name dropping, it's because they came to us with a common set of frustration and a common goal and we focused in on what that is and if that is important to you, then it may be a fit that we should work together. Well said. And it goes back to even when my grandfather started, it was like 75 years ago, he was in internal medicine and then went into orthopedic medicine. And that's a totally different world than today because he saw everything in orthopedics. He was the orthopedic physician. He even treated, of course, some internal medicine because he was double board certified. But 
Then when his son, my uncle, went into orthopedics, he kind of specialized in spine. And that even is a different healthcare. And now my brother's an orthopedic surgeon, but he's an orthopedic musculoskeletal oncology surgeon. So we're getting so specialized, just like you said, if you see that evolution, even in my own family and in the 75 years between the orthopedic surgeons is how, just like you said, left-handed one eyebrow it gets, it's really getting specialized. Oh, for sure. And it's improving patient outcomes because they- It is. They're doing that, and they're doing that better than anyone else in the world, and that's what's making a huge difference. Can I share with you guys one recent trend that we're seeing that that we've been? I'd love to, yeah. Really, so this is going to be pretty particular, but I think you guys will appreciate this. So we traditionally have have served surgeons and doctors. As of recent, we've begun to work with tons of dentists. And here's the common theme. So if you're a dentist listening to this, I think you'll appreciate it. We found a frustration. If you're a dentist and you've been trained to insert one dental implant into the anterior portion of the mouth and you're frustrated because the oral surgeon and the periodontist is stealing your lunch money, we have found a thread. We have touched a cord. All and right. we now have general dentists that are like, I, I know how to put in, you know, in a dental implant, single tooth anterior. I know how to do that. Why, why should I keep forwarding that on to, quote unquote, the oral surgeon, the periodontist? Mm-hmm. It's an example of how you plant a seed of focus tied in with abilities, but yet to draw a difference and even in that general dentistry, dentistry field, we are preaching, don't you want to become the specialist within the specialty, right. within the mindset of your ideal patients? And so it's been fun for us to see uh, general dentists kind of get spunky and go, I can totally do that. I don't need Why to Why am I sending this out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I think interesting. The, the last question on my side, and, and it's kind of been alluded to throughout, throughout the kind of questions they need to be asking. I think a commonality that we find, and it's again, as you become even more selective with your clients and, and figuring out the right questions to ask to know if they're ready. But are you, when you're going out to seek an agency and you have to be very careful with who you land on, but are you ready for a partnership as far as just like, I'm not going to, I would never tell you how to do surgery. Will you buy into what our process is? And, and, and can we create a, a long-term partnership here built on trust and that we are fiduciary of what you're investing with us, but as well as the long-term goals of getting more patients to the door, getting them better, getting them healthier, and obviously increasing um, the bottom line in that process. But making sure that you're ready because if you don't buy into the process you end up micromanaging or you drag things along it's just never a good fit so i think that's something it's kind of in self-reflection when you go out in a journey of like i'm ready to grow my practice i need an agency that i think make sure that you're ready if you find somebody good that you're ready to really buy in and be a believer in the process and invest in it because otherwise it's just you're not going to get the full maximum potential and the returns on the investments that you're going to make if you don't. Very true. Yeah, Justin, you bring up a great point. Terminology becomes really important. There's already confusion over what the word agency means to a doctor anyway. Oh, yeah. So doctors have heard coach. Doctors have heard consultant. 
agency is a newer word for them. So it's really important that we clarify to them the difference between coaching, consulting, and an agency. And the way that I summarize that is respectfully, I tell doctors, we're not here to coach you. We're not here to teach you. We're here to do it with you. Yeah. We are here to be a practice multiplier. We are by default an extension of your practice. And so what we've landed on is we have a mandatory, you know, upfront, what we call a brand RX workshop. And, and I'll, I'll, and I'm speaking, if there's a doctor listening to us right now, the reason why we landed on that brand RX workshop is low financial commitment, high return. Mm-hmm. Our ability to fly in, come to your practice, spend two days, and you walk away with a defined and differentiated brand strategy. You walk away with clear messaging and a core value proposition that you can use. And so for little money and little time investment, we want to show our value on the front end. We find that if a doctor says, no, I'd rather you guys just build a website, they're not a fit for us, um, respectfully. But on the front end, when we do that, so I think it's really critical that we as agencies practice what we preach and communicate clearly what it is that we do and why it matters to doctors. And therein lies part of the complexity of the black eye of, you know, marketing agency in Duluth, Minnesota, who the doctor goes, you know what, I hired somebody, quote unquote, like you guys, and I got burned. <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it breaks your heart. And, and the reason Not why. Like breaks, me. I trust. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it breaks your heart twofold. You have to go through a trust building exercise. <laughs> yeah. So I think that for, I think that for doctors listening to this, what I would say is the greatest measurement of trust is go to Kelly on LinkedIn and look, I'm serious. I mean this. Go to, I, I'm, I'm not even saying this as a shameless plug and, and I'll validate it. Go to Kelly online and you will find somebody that is sharing wisdom that for free, if you never hire your agency, if you never hire our agency, you can take what information that is out there and it will benefit you. And we try to follow what you guys are doing that my goal is for, is for me, if it's not a fit for a doctor or if a doctor says, Uh, you know, I've been burned, I need to develop trust. With pride, I say, do me a favor. Go to LinkedIn. Yeah. Read every post. Don't, you don't have to worry about calling us up. Implement it and and get value. And, And you know what? If we as agencies or if we as, you know, people that are involved in healthcare, if we can add so much value for free that six months down the road, the doctor goes, man, you guys were giving away such great value. I can only imagine how much better it will be if we partnered up together. Exactly. I love hearing that. And I really appreciate, um, the kind words about, you know, that is my goal. It's your goal. It's Justin's goal. When we create value as an agency, like you said, it is truly to create value. And one of the feedbacks we learned from our clients early on is, you make such a big commitment to marketing. You invest a lot of time and a lot of money. And when you share your information for free and you create value for people, they are all about buying into your process. And that's why I tell my liaisons out there, other marketers listening, 
I share my information for free because I have a whole lot more that I can offer once you work with me. And I really want people that work with Entropy and that you know work with Feed is that we're trying to show you guys, these are the easy steps you can take. It is just the beginning. This is what we can bring to the table. I mean, don't you and agree? We, oh yeah, and we, we practice what we preach. I mean, everything that I say about whether it's on-page optimization or funnel visualization or um, or patient-centric marketing, we're we're doing internally for ourselves, and yeah. and we I believe and firmly that it works because I've watched it work for the growth and visibility of our agency. Whether it's the storytelling and content side, or it's the the search creation, mm-hmm. search optimization side, all of this stuff is it's out there and readily available, and it's just kind of putting it in the language that doctors can understand. And, yeah, and and. Yeah. And that's what I think we're, and it builds so much trust. That's what I like the most is somebody that comes in because they've been watching yours or our LinkedIn videos. There's a kind of almost like a relationship that's already built. Like, oh, I've been watching your videos. Like, well, then hopefully you get a little bit that, that we practice what we preach and we know what we're talking about. And we want to This is a perfect segue just as a shout out to our other agency members that are out yep. there. This is a brief but perfect segue, which is, we were talking about this, you know, pre-show, is that... We had a whole show pre-show. <laughs> we did. We did. Pre-show is just as good as the show. We need to record that. Um, but but if, if you're a pathfinder, meaning you're you're out there and you're leading a movement, and to be honest with you, I feel like we're a part of that Pathfinder movement in healthcare marketing. You're a Pathfinder. It is important that all of us are open and accessible to our peer group. The, the notion of it's my idea at feed or your idea at tree or your idea at such and such agency, the notion that it's your idea or my, or my idea is garbage. Our ability to collaborate and raise the standard of healthcare marketing agencies is good for all of us. And the right thing to do as part of being, for lack of a better term, a good steward, is that if our goal is truly to help our clients, and there's a point in the time where somebody does something better than the next person, and it's my responsibility to be a professional for this doctor to say, you need to go see X, Y, and Z, they can help you out. And so for those, I mean, you get contacted by agencies, I do too. Mm-hmm. I find that there's still this cloistered, closed-minded society, which is like, oh, I'm afraid to uh, give so away my ideas. And I want to kind of piggyback on that. And, and for everyone listening, that is why Matthew and I teamed up today. We respect each other's industries. We respect each other's agencies. But most importantly, we found value in each other's content. And something I teach my liaisons and other healthcare marketers out there, and Justin will agree with me because he works with me. Matthew and I connected because we supported one another. We saw value not as competitors, but colleagues. And now we're building a friendship on that. I need Matthew and his agency and other healthcare marketing agencies support. We need to work together. And those who are afraid of working with other people, it just shows a bad side. It means something you're not confident in what you're selling. You're not confident. 
Matthew's agency is not worried about us stealing clients. We're not worried about him stealing clients. People want to work with you because they find value in you. So for those listening, we've been talking about sharing your value for free. I have had my content stolen from a competitor once. It happens. It will happen. But people still pick me to work with me and they'll pick him to work with him. So Matthew, you agree for any healthcare marketing agencies out there, connect with Matthew and I and Justin. We want to build strong relationships. Let's take this competition out of it and put colleagues and friends and support one another so these physicians understand the value we bring as agencies and, and get out of that fear mindset that, you know, what we have is, is only ours. And like you said, Matthew, we're not reinventing the wheel here. We're just perfecting it in our own different ways. And we're connecting as an industry. And I really appreciate us collaborating, the three of us today. And, and now look at this valuable podcast oh, yeah. because we came together. And I think the, the space is still such in its infancy. Oh, I mean, we're closing in on 10 years since we've been around and we've seen this explode. I mean, and like almost 10x in the number of healthcare agencies that are out there. And it's still kind of this murky space. And, and I think that there's such an opportunity. If we look directly in the medical space that we're talking about today, orthopedic surgeons are advancing medicine every day with competing practice doctors working together on how they're, and I know it's an extreme example because we're not, we're not curing cancer here with it, <laughs> but we are getting patients connected to doctors. But what I'm what I'm referring to is there's so many verticals in healthcare, but across the B2B space and businesses that are collaborating and advancing their their space and we're not doing it enough inside of the healthcare marketing. And there's people like yourself, agencies to behold that are crushing it and are more than happy to share. This is how we can advance the space. This is what's working. This is what we can do better for our clients and our partners. And so I think creating a better environment of collaboration is going to, in the next three to five years, just take the healthcare Exploded. marketing yeah. vertical so much further. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. So what are some of your final thoughts as we wrap up this episode? And to my listeners, we've already discussed with Matthew that this will be an ongoing podcast guest. Uh, we had a pre-show before the show because we got along so well. And we learned that Matthew's beard is detachable. <laughs> I, I prefer to think of it as majestic for the record. <laughs> and we haven't heard his British accent. And either. we haven't heard his British accent. So <laughs> obviously right. we'll have to have another episode. We're going to have to have a part yes, two. That's going to be a wonderful podcast, perhaps performed at the Odd Soul in the Ozarks of the Arkansas. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, over yes. beers. That's great. Yeah. Well, we will have Matthew on again and we'll probably talk a lot more about uh, storytelling and branding because if you guys have not checked out Matthew's work on LinkedIn and feed the agency, some of the most incredible work in branding for healthcare organizations. So please check that out. But Matthew, what are some of the final thoughts you want to leave with today's podcast audience? As well as how they can get connected with you yes, and your agency. And how they can connect with you and work with you. Um, my final thoughts, which we covered briefly are, you know, doctor, if, if you put yourself in the position of a patient and you had a heart problem, you would not go to a plastic surgeon. Mm -hmm. The same holds true that you would hire an agency that is a specialist. The right. second thing that I would say is that healthcare marketing doesn't have to be a departure from your ethics. It doesn't have to be something that is considered a foreign language. It is simply caring about patients enough to communicate your authentic and unique perspective 
in a way that allows patients to find themselves within your perspective, your process, and your procedures. And that's the summarized way. Finally, trust is currency. Mm -hmm. And if you believe that trust is currency, then your reputation is your bank account. Absolutely. That's perfectly said. And Justin, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. To wrap up, Matthew, I just wanted to thank you again for taking the time to come on and share your years of experience in this space. Mm -hmm. And uh, make sure that you check him out on the Feed the Agency as well as on his LinkedIn. He's got a really big following. He's pumping out really great content. Um, and yeah, I'm just really glad that we were able to cover a lot of these topics and look forward to having you back on very soon. Yeah, I appreciate what you guys are doing. It's making a difference. I'm grateful to be a collaborator and, uh, and a colleague in that. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, thank you, Matthew. And to my listeners, he will be back on and we will talk more in depth about different marketing strategies. But here's our last reminder in today's episode. Be kind, support one another and collaborate. It's more value when you grow your network. That is to my liaisons, my physicians and my other healthcare marketers. Don't be afraid. Connect. Thank you for listening to today's latest episode of the Patient Convert Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast platform. We are on Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and Spotify, or you can sign up to receive the latest episode via email. Just check it out on my agency website or my personal website. And if you are looking for more amazing healthcare marketing information or just to engage, check us out at entropy.com. And for any of my amazing physician liaisons out there interested in growing their physician referrals or learning the strategies that it takes to build highly engaged physician referral networks, check out my website, kellynot.com, where I have free webinars, free downloads, and of course, my online physician liaison training course, Physician Liaison University. And as always, I'm a huge believer in connecting, engaging, and supporting one another. And the best way we can do that is networking. And I always, always connect with you guys on social media. And one of my biggest social media platforms is LinkedIn. So feel free to connect with me there on LinkedIn or Instagram or Twitter at Kelly Knott. And thank you guys again for listening to the Patient Convert Podcast with your host, Kelly Knott. 